Friday morning, Erev Shabbos, JM and the AM on this uh, Erev Shabbos Parsha Shmos, candlelighting at 426 each and every uh, Friday, every Friday morning. Uh, Rabbi Benjamin Yudin, spiritual leader of Congregation Shomrei Torah in Fairlawn, New Jersey, is with us to address the entire listening audience concerning the Torah portion of the week. Good morning, Rabbi Yudin. Good morning, Nachum. Good Erev Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Parshas and beginning Sefer Shmos, the second book of the Torah. It is called Sefer HaGeula, the book of our redemption. We are Mimitzrayim Ge'altonu, Mibes Avodim Pedisonu, the book that describes the Exodus. And the same book that describes the Exodus reminds us annually that we were not freed until we received the Torah, which is in the middle of the book, and then until we build the sanctuary of keeping God ever in our midst in a most literal sense. I'd like to focus my attention this morning on an incident whereby we're all familiar that Moshe Rabbeinu is chosen by Hashem to be his ambassador, to be his go-between, between Paro, between the Jewish people, to lead the Jewish people out of Mitzrayim. And God appears to Moshe in chapter 3 at the burning bush. And what is the first thing that Hashem says to Moshe? Shal Altikrav Halom. In chapter 3, verse 5, he tells Moshe, Don't come any closer to see the bush which has aroused your attention on its not being consumed and burned by the fire. Shalm Olecha Meyaraglecha. Moshe, take off your shoes. Why? Kiamokom Asherato Omedo love, because the place that you are standing, Admas Kodeshu, is holy ground. And this, by the way, is the source of the halacha, as we find in the Gemara Brachos Nundalid, that on Harabayas, in the Beis Hamikdash, everybody went yochev, went barefoot, without shoes. Now, the question is, why? Why is it that? On holy ground, one is not to wear shoes. And today, we have a relic of this, in that when the Kohanim, Duchen, in our Botekinesios, they remove their shoes, as was done in the Mikdash. The question is, why? I'd like to suggest several reasons. Instinctively, I would say that what do shoes do? Shoes 
provide a kind of desensitization. Namely, when you wear your shoes, you're not aware of the pebbles, of the pieces of glass or nail, or all the other things that might be out there on the road, on the street, which would normally very much bother us and hurt us. When one wears the shoe, one is no longer sensitive to all these little items. Hashem is granting Moshe and charging him with leadership. And the first thing that he's telling Moshe is that a leader must be sensitive and therefore take off your shoes. The Chizkuni understands this in a very practical sense. Lest our shoes step into something which is unclean and impure, and we bring that into the holy place, for a practical reason, we remove our shoes. I'd like to suggest, however, two other rather esoteric and meaningful responses to the removal of shoes at a holy place. In the Sefer Tam Hagim, he has in the back a likut, a collection of inyanim shonim. And he says, why is it that our rabbis tell us how important it is for a person to literally procure a pair of shoes? And he suggests very interestingly that when Adam HaRishon when the first man sinned, the Torah tells us in chapter 3, the God says to Adam, The earth shall be cursed because of you. And therefore, man dons shoes to create a hefsake, to create an interruption between the bottom of his foot, and the earth, that which is cursed. And therefore, on a place which is Admas Kodesh, on a place which is holy, where God appears to Moshe in a base Amigdash, that area is excluded from the curse, and therefore, in such an area, one would not need shoes, and to demonstrate that that area is not included in the curse, one would remove their shoes and walk barefoot. And therefore, interestingly, he continues and he says, why is there a restriction regarding Yom Kippur? Because the holiness of the day is not simply that Yom Kippur affords for us kapara, but the holiness of the day is literally, it's a different day. And this day is above the curse, and therefore to demonstrate 
that the curse of Arura Ha'adama Ba'avurecha does not apply to Yom Kippur, we remove our shoes on Yom Kippur. This is one approach as to why Moshe was told to Shalm Olecha Me'al Raglecha. The Shalom HaKadosh, in his commentary on the Siddur, whereby the Gemara tells us in Brachos 60b, the Birkas HaShachar, the morning blessings that we recite, so the Talmud tells us that when they experience, when they open their eyes, Pokeach Ivrim. And so, when they put on their shoes, the Talmud says, one is to recite the bracha, one of the brachos that we have in our Birkas HaShachar, She'asoli called Sorki, literally thanking God for providing me with all my needs. Now, how does the shoe represent man's being provided with all his needs? Suggest the Shalah. We know, as we find clearly delineated by Rabbi Huda Halevi in his Kuzari, there are within the world four different strata, one above the other. There is the domain, the inanimate, the tzomeach, literally vegetation, chai, the animals, and medaber, man. And each one is above the other, and not only that, but each one has dominion over the other. And so, the second category of tzomeach, the vegetation, grows from the ground, which is the inanimate. And the chai, the animals, consume the vegetation. And man consumes the animals. And when man takes from the skin of the animal and fashions his shoes from the skin of the animals and literally treads upon the skin of the animal, he is demonstrating literally what we find in chapter 8 of Tehillim, verse 7, whereby David HaMelech, in extolling God and how God has elevated man, you, Hashem, have given man dominion over the work of your hands. Kol shata tachas raglov. Literally, everything you have placed under his feet. And the Shalot takes this most literally. Under his feet, meaning his shoes. His shoe represents this dominion. Dominion over the animals, and hence dominion over all of society and nature, because the animals are above the vegetation, above the earth, and man is above the animals. And hence, the concept of the shoe represents the dominion of man. Comes along the Shalot, and therefore says that Shalom Olecha Me'al Raglecha, Moshe was told 
in a place where he is literally encountering God, there remove your shoes to yield to the higher authority. And so when the Jew comes to the Beis Hamikdash, the Jew removes his shoe once again in order to show that he is in the presence of a higher authority, and therefore he removes his authority, if I can use that term, which is what the shoe represents. And interestingly, as we find in Koheles, in Shilton Bioma Moves, Loelenu at the time of passing, of death, man loses his dominion over nature, and therefore he takes off his shoes, the mourner, as a sign of once again his yielding to a higher authority. And so the shoe has come to represent this aspect of accepting and yielding a higher authority. Now we today, where man is accomplishing so much as God directed him to, v'chivshua, he is literally to control and master nature. He builds, he heals, literally, and puts man in outer space, and he's looking and overlooks the earth. Too often, as we look around, man loses the idea that there is a higher authority. After all, look what I have accomplished. My might, my power, my ingenuity, my, my, my has osoli has enabled me to accomplish. And therefore, our putting on the shoe when we say she'osali called Sarki, we are basically saying that there is that higher authority, and God gives me what I need. And He gives me only what I need, and if somebody else has more, that's because that somebody needs more to accomplish what they need to accomplish in this world. But God gives each and every one of us what we need to reach our potential. And therefore, when we put on our shoes in the morning and we recite this bracha of She'osali called Tzorki, which is our way of showing our dominion, but reminding us that there is something higher than us, this allows us ultimately to have shiltone, to have dominion over the behemoth, the insatiable appetite that man has in terms of yesh lomana, he has 100 rotsem osayim. He wants more. And the only way that man can enjoy life, because if he's constantly running after more, like Esav, yesh rav, I have a lot but never having enough. And Yaakov Avinu, Yesh Li Kol, I have all that I need. This is that beautiful bracha of She'osa Li Kol Tzarki, which is motivated to us and literally demonstrated by the Shu, so the tremendous ability of the Jew
when he puts on his shoe in the morning and when he removes his shoe at night time to be able to acknowledge the bigger picture and to realize and say thank you to Hashem for giving me what I need, enabling me not only to master society at large, but to master the behemoth that is within me. Shabbat Shalom to all. JM in the AM at 20 minutes before 9 o'clock. My thanks to Rabbi Yudin.